The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad you can join me today. It is a beautiful day. No matter where you are in the world, it is a beautiful day. For me in particular, the sun is out and the snow is glistening. Unfortunately, it's below zero as far as our temperatures, at least below zero Fahrenheit is concerned. So anyway... It is a beautiful day. Today, we will be talking about upper respiratory problems. Now, if you're living in the northern hemisphere, upper respiratory things are pretty much a big issue at this time of the year. But no matter what time of the year or what what it is in your part of the world, Upper respiratory conditions are rather uncomfortable. But before I get into that, I'd like to say that you can catch me on Facebook, the Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, my YouTube, as well as my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like everybody to know that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So, upper respiratory conditions. I didn't pick this topic just because of the time uh, or the season that it is, although it is rather um, uh, timely, but I picked it because it is the number five complaint that people seek out doctors for. So, Basically, it's pretty significant, and I don't know about you, but uh, anytime I have a bad cold, which is honestly very, very rare, it's uncomfortable, and lots of people will seek out physicians for that particular condition. And uh, let me put it out there right now. 99% of the bad colds that you get, and flu, 
is, well, all flu is a viral condition. And 99.9% of the colds, what we consider a bad cold, is viral. So taking an antibiotic, although it does tend to make you feel better, and I'll get into that in just a bit, taking an antibiotic is a big mistake. That's not what needs to be taken for a bad cold. Now, if you do have a bacterial infection in conjunction with that bad cold, then yes, you do need to take antibiotics. Now, what if you don't have a bacterial infection with that cold? Well, then why do you feel better? It's called the placebo effect. And there have been many, many doctors out there, physicians, MDs, and osteopathic doctors out there that acknowledge the placebo effect of any medication. They used to hand out antibiotics like candy because everybody felt better when they took it. It is strictly the placebo effect. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Antibiotics were overused in the human population. That's not so much the case as far as illness anymore. Physicians and doctors have really stepped up to the plate and stopped giving antibiotics just for anything at any time. Did you know that 87% of the antibiotics used in the United States is used in the cattle that are being fed and raised for our consumption? And because of that, it is also creating and adding on to the antibiotic resistance of several diseases. So I'm going to get off of that soapbox right now and get back to the upper respiratory conditions. And upper respiratory, what is that? Okay, that is your lungs, that's your pulmonary arteries and veins. That means these arteries and veins that go through your lungs. It is your sinuses. Yes, when you get a sinus infection that sometimes needs to be treated with antibiotics, and honestly, rarely, is also the throat and also the trachea, which is the part of the throat that goes down to the lungs. And, well, it is, for some people, it's one and the same thing as far as their their mind is concerned. And so that is what the upper respiratory part is. And I'm not sure why it's called upper respiratory because the lungs are really lower respiratory. The upper respiratory is considered from the neck up, which is where our sinuses are. Now, I'm going to step back up onto that soapbox of the antibiotics just briefly. And the reason that you don't necessarily need antibiotics for the sinuses is because that infection is 
Yes, it's truly an infection. And antibiotics are very unlikely to actually get into the sinus to the source of that infection. Some of the best treatments and prevention for sinus infections is called a neti pot. And what a neti pot is, for those of you who do not know it, it looks like a little teapot and uh, you mix a saline solution into it, which means salt water, which is equal to what your body's salt is balance is. And you can also mix some other preventive or even active ingredients into that neti pot and it it is put through the nasal passages and gets into the sinuses as a result of that. Another good preventive and treatment of sinus infections which is upper respiratory is oil pulling. And oil pulling is the act of pulling oil, swishing it around your teeth, pulling it between your teeth, and getting it, and it actually drains the toxins and gets those sinuses cleared as well. And I know it's hard to believe, and I've pulled oil for a couple of years now, And you can do it on a regular basis. And it gets the toxins out. And uh, I can feel it because every time I've pulled oil, my sinuses clear up. But all of this is physical things that you can do for respiratory conditions. What about the non-physical things that you can do for respiratory conditions. And exactly what am I talking about, about non-physical? I'm talking about the energetic means of taking care of things involved with your respiratory system. Now, why do I talk about energy all the time? Well, folks, energy is everything. Einstein Einstein put that out there in 1907, I believe, when he wrote down this little formula, E equals MC squared. And that E equals energy. And the M is mass. And I have already forgotten what the C means. But I have not forgotten that it means that energy is everything. And when he wrote that formula down and people began to understand what he was saying, they it changed everything except it changed everything except the medical world. (laughs) For some reason, the world of medicine is stuck in the early 20th century, for the most part. They're stuck in that 
in looking for a single cause for a disease. And, you know, folks, all of our medical treatment, the medicines, all of the advancements that we have in medicine has not changed the illness rates. In fact, cancer has cancer rates have gone up. Heart attacks have gone up. Although the individuals that have heart attacks aren't dying like they used to, there are lots and lots of factors behind that. Not just a single factor. And the reason I look at the energy factor is if you change and fix every other factor involved in an illness, let's say in the respiratory system, like lung cancer, it still is happening and not getting better. A person with lung cancer, sometimes they have their lungs removed and even transplanted and new ones put in. They're alive. But I have heard that their likelihood of getting cancer in the lungs again is extremely high. So what needed to be fixed? Well, it is their beliefs. So folks, when we come back from the break, I will get into some detail about that. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about respiratory conditions, the number five complaint that people seek physicians and help for. And just before the break, I was talking about the one thing that tends to be ignored by the medical profession that is causing disease, and that has to do with energy. Now, energy is everything. If we look at, well, just our hands in front of us, and if we were able to do the thing that, uh, what was it on um, the movie, Uh, you know, the name (laughs) completely slips my mind, but if we were to look at our hands and be able to see every single molecule down to the atom, down to the smallest particles, we would see that we really, truly are not solid. We, you, you could walk through a wall if you knew how to modify those molecules, the matrix. That's the movie. <laughs> anyway, if you were to look at your hand and see all of those molecules and particles, you would also be able to see that they are vibrating at a certain speed and frequency. And that vibration is energy. And you know something about energy, it cannot be destroyed. It can be altered, it can vibrate, it can move at a different speed. So what happens when we are ill? It is an imbalance of energy. So what do you do about that? Well, you have to get your energy balance back. And why is your energy out of balance? It has to do drills right down to our beliefs. If we have negative beliefs about ourselves, which usually are untrue beliefs, then it causes an imbalance in the energy because Anytime you are around something negative, even if it is your own belief, then that causes the imbalance. Have you ever gotten really depressed when you watch a television show that's a really negative show? You know, the ones that come to mind right now are some of these crime television shows. To me, that is a very negative thing because it's showing the criminal aspect of our human condition, the, the, the unfortunate negative part of us. And to me, that's depressing. And when you watch those sorts of things, you can get depressed That's what negative energy does. So if you have a negative belief about yourself, specifically for what I am talking about today, if you have a negative belief about your goodness, are you 
not good enough, then it will affect you in some size, shape, or form. And when you think about breathing, what goes through your mind if you think about not breathing? If you were able to not breathe, period, over a certain period of time, what would happen to you? Well, you wouldn't be alive any longer. That's why breathing is about bringing in life. You breathe in life. You breathe out the negative. And this is a physical truth. Oxygen brings us life. You breathe that in. It is converted to carbon dioxide. You breathe that out. Although we do have to have a certain amount of carbon dioxide, if we had 100% carbon dioxide, that is when we don't live any longer. Because that's not how we were made. We were made to breathe in the life-giving oxygen. So what does goodness and your own beliefs about your own goodness have to do with respiratory conditions? Look at it this way. Goodness is part of one of those key parts of who we are. And kindness is the other key part. And when we talked about the nervous system a few weeks ago, that had to do with kindness. Now we're talking about breathing, which has to do with goodness. Am I good or am I bad? And if I'm bad, then I must not be good enough to be significant. Do you feel insignificant? That is goodness. And the feelings of being bad, no matter where that feeling came from, will lead to shame and guilt. And you know what shame and guilt does to us? It leads to fear. Kind of like if somebody really knew what I did, what I am bad, or what I'm guilty, then they would hate me. And then the conversation tends to go into, if I am bad, guilty, and shameful, then bad things will happen to me. And that, folks, creates the fear. And afraid of what's going to be the bad thing that's going to happen to me. And so 
that's something that to really think about. You may not even realize it, that you have this issue. But if you have constant respiratory things coming up, if you live with a respiratory issue, something like emphysema or asthma or chronic bronchitis, you most likely have a goodness issue. And you don't feel that you're good enough. So where would that belief have come from? Well, folks, it can be a belief that we were told when we were small that you're not good enough. Or, you know, you don't even have to have been told that. It could have been something that you developed because of something that happened. Just say, for example, you were making your bed and, you know, a little four-year-old, five-year-old can't make a bed really well. They can do what they can do. And mom came along and straightened it up just because that's what mom does. Didn't say anything, didn't actually look at you in a bad way but you might have stood there and looked at that and thought I'm not good enough to make a bed and that then developed further into the belief of I'm not good enough for anything now folks don't get me wrong We all make mistakes. That's just a part of life. And you may have done wrong things. And again, we have all done wrong things. Again, that's just part of life. And if you take that wrong thing and you live with it, constantly then that wrong thing tends to make you believe you're bad and there's no hope for me I'm always going to be bad that wrong thing doesn't make you bad folks we all do make mistakes and we can all make that mistake and not live with that mistake which brings me to the next thing in this category that this is all closely related to unforgiveness of yourself as a four or five year old saying I can never forgive myself for not making that bed right I can never forgive myself for doing that thing that was wrong, that was bad. And folks, it doesn't matter how bad that thing might have been. It might have been very egregious. But you know what? You have to forgive yourself You have to ask for forgiveness. 
And you have to accept that forgiveness. Now, all of this is good and well when it comes to forgiving yourself and asking for forgiveness. But changing that belief that you are bad needs to happen at a cellular level. Now, what do I mean by that? That means that all of our beliefs are contained deep down inside of us at a cellular level. How do I know that? Well, there is lots of research and lots of evidence that our beliefs are carried in our cells, every cell of our body. So I'll get into that when we come back from the break. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and we are talking about respiratory conditions, the number five complaint that people seek physicians for. And before I get into that, I'd like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Now, respiratory conditions. It is related to a feeling of goodness or lack of goodness, meaning that you feel that you are bad and which creates shame and guilt as well as fear of that, you know, something bad's going to happen to me because I am bad. And it's really closely related to unforgiveness. Now, I would like to say that All of this talk about respiratory conditions, I'm not 
leaving out the consideration that sometimes we can have respiratory problems because of a trauma that was uh, given to us. Let's just say, for example, you were in a bad accident, broke some ribs, punctured a lung, and yeah, but the lungs do heal. And our medical system is excellent at treating those kind of traumas. You might even be taking medications that can affect the respiratory system in a negative way. And yes, that happens. So let's not leave that out, that it does happen. However, as as a caveat here, I would like to say that not all trauma to the respiratory system is a cause of concern because not everybody will suffer badly from that and constantly. Some people do. And some medications that can cause us upper respiratory or even the lower respiratory conditions don't always cause respiratory conditions. So that's why we take a look at those beliefs that we have about I am bad and the evidence that we have that these beliefs are in every single cell of our body really comes from transplant recipients particularly heart transplant recipients. A person receives the heart from another person, and time after time, their personality changes because that heart from the other person that gave that heart has the memories inside that heart. And... There you go. That's why we know that the memories are in every single cell of the body. So let's talk a little bit about what types of belief, what types of things are going on with every individual. Let's just talk about five different things. Let's talk about asthma, colds. Flus, which is a respiratory disease, not a stomach disease. Emphysema and lung disease as a general overall situation. Now, let's take a look at the cold, the common cold. A person with a cold most likely will not take the time to handle and take care of their own emotional and mental issues that have been bothering them or that are bothering them. In other words, take time for yourself. Take time to decompress. Because, you know, those viruses are out there. No matter where you go, those viruses are out there. And you can do plenty of things to protect yourself. Washing your hands, 
not touching your face, if you shake hands with people, again, not touching your face and eyes until you wash your hands, trying to stay out of an environment of closely compacted people that probably have a virus, maybe had a, it hasn't manifested yet, And I can tell you from my own personal experience that that virus will be in closer cases (laughs) if you sing in a choir. And yeah, I sing in a choir. And yeah, we give a Christmas concert. And yeah, people get sick. They start dropping like flies at that time of the year. But you can't always avoid that. If your immune system is top flight, if it's doing its job, if your beliefs about yourself keep that immune system in its best condition, the likelihood of you getting ill or even severely ill are minimal. So take time to handle those emotional and mental issues that are bothering you. Take time for yourself and start working on those belief systems about your own personal goodness. Now what about flu? We all hear the commercials day in and day out about getting a flu vaccine. You have to get a flu vaccine, otherwise you will get the flu. And I'm here to tell you, in my opinion, that is so far from the truth. As I understand it, the flu vaccine is actually for last year's virus that was going around. It's not going to protect you from this year's virus. And the problem with a vaccine is that it tends to cause your immune system to not recognize the new virus that comes in as an invader. And that virus can then populate the body. There are much better ways, just like the cold, to protect yourself from the flu. But what's going on with the the belief systems? And there is a strong experience of lack of support. And there's fear of attack and of taking in life fully. Remember what I said about breathing? It's breathing in life And if you can't breathe well, there is probably a fear of risk of breathing in life fully. Now, what about this thing with called emphysema? Yes, emphysema can be caused by the trauma of bad habits or the trauma of being exposed to certain things like dust and asbestos. Again, there is a certain unworthiness feeling 
of living, a self-rejection, as it were. Again, that lack of desire to breathe in life. Then there's the asthma thing. And you know what, folks? Asthma is becoming more and more common among our children and even adults developing asthma. And everything that I have been saying thus far about the emotional basis of some of these conditions, it it comes from uh, Dr. Michael J. Lincoln, who is a psychologist that has for years been studying individuals, many, many individuals with these conditions, and kind of ferreting out what is going on emotionally. And I I also want to say that I'm not causing, calling anybody an emotional basket case. I'm not calling anybody crazy. It's just that everybody has negative beliefs of some nature. And if, again, you don't have a belief that you have goodness and that you can be good, then it is likely to cause upper respiratory and lower respiratory issues. So what about asthma? It tends to be unresolved guilt and suppressed grief. So what did I say about guilt? Guilt was caused by being unforgiving of yourself for whatever reason, whether you actually did something really, really wrong or you just perceived you did something really wrong. And what do we look at when it comes to lungs in general? Lungs diseases and issues tend to make, it comes from the feeling of being unworthy to live life fully, fearful of taking in that life energy. What I have been talking about all along. Now, I did talk about this being a belief of goodness and it being down to the cells. And you might have been saying all along, well, great, Dr. Chase, so how do I take care of that? I mean, if I have these feelings, or I know I have these feelings of badness, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter what I, how I approach this, I still have those feelings of badness. And if it's down to a cellular level, What do I do? Well, remember, I said all of this is energy. Everything that we are is energy. Even those beliefs that we have, it comes right down to the belief is energy. So you have to change the energy. And how do you change energy? Well, it brings up the old expression, you have to fight fire with fire. So what do you do? You fight energy with energy. Negative energy with positive energy. 
When we come back from the break, I will tell you exactly how you can do this. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about respiratory issues. Just before the break, I promised you how do you deal with this energetic imbalance of the feelings of being bad? Well, you have to change that belief, and it has to be changed at a cellular level. And so far, folks, the only way that I know of To change that cellular level belief is with energy. Now, there are many, many energy medicine modalities that a person can use. There are things from the Sedona method. There is meditation, just simply doing meditation on a daily basis. There is prayer, which... For some individuals, the prayer and meditation is one and the same thing. There are things like chakra healing, ho'opo'ono, I am probably mispronouncing, yeah, I can even say pronouncing things. (laughs) There are things like the emotion code, rapid eye technology, which is abbreviated by R-E-T, there is tapping, or EFT. It is a becoming a very popular energy medicine. There is the UN method. And there are the healing codes. And if you've been following me, you know that I use the healing codes as my favorite energy healing modality. The healing codes have been shown to work at a cellular level, as well as those other methods. And the healing codes have been shown 
to actually work a little quicker than some of those other methods. Not that those other methods aren't good, because some things work better for some people than other things. So how do the healing codes work? It works by using the energy that comes from our hands back and putting it back into our body, which cancels out the negative energy from that belief that's coming out of our bodies. And I know it can be difficult to imagine this and picture this and and understand all of this. And for some people, it comes down to a matter of faith. Yeah, a a lot of research has been done on how the healing codes work. And I won't set that aside so much because it will take a lot of time to get into that those research and how it works. Let's just go with a little bit of faith that they do work. And how the healing codes are done is, first of all, you identify the issue that you're having. So let's just say that you've got a asthma issue going on. You've identified that issue. Now, let's look back at to a memory of where you might not have felt good enough or you might have been told that you weren't good enough. And maybe you can't even pinpoint a memory. And what I did not say earlier is those memories. We develop the belief from the memory. Remember making that bed as a four-year-old and mom not, or mom fixing it. Then you form the belief. That's the memory that causes the belief. So if you can identify the memory, that's what you do. And then you go back to the feeling that that memory gave you that feeling of not being good enough. And if it's a memory as an adult, there's got to be a younger memory. And if you can't identify a younger memory, it very well could be a memory that you inherited. Remember, everything is energy. Remember, that all of these beliefs are in ourselves, which includes the cell of the egg and the sperm, or the half cell, as it were. So we can get our memories from our ancestors. What's important here is taking that example of asthma is that you've identified the issue and you've identified the emotional probability that there is a goodness thing going on. There could be lots of lots of other things going on. It could be circulatory. It could be immune system issues. It could be hormonal issues. 
yes, we don't have just one memory that is negative. We have lots. Identify it and put a request to God, to the universe, in the form of a prayer or in the form of a statement. And this request looks like just asking that this negative memory be healed and removed so that you can heal. Here is a formula. If you like to have those kinds of formulas, I request, I pray that all known and unknown negative images unhealthy beliefs, and destructive cellular memories, and all resulting physical issues related to whatever the issue is. In this case, we're talking about asthma. Being worked on, be found, opened, healed, filled with the love, life, and light. I also ask that the effectiveness of this healing be increased by 100 times or more and it be gentle and easy. Then you do the healing codes, which is pointing the hands to four different positions around the head and neck. And if you are not familiar with the healing codes or don't know about how the healing codes work, I encourage you to go to my YouTube. You can go to thehealingcode.com. You can get the healing code book to learn how this is done. I want to give you all a custom healing code for respiratory issues. The hand positions will be the left hand to the temple, the right hand to the Adam's apple, The second hand position will be the left hand to the jaw, the right hand to the jaw. The third hand position will be the left hand to the Adam's apple, the right hand to the bridge. And the fourth hand position will be the left hand to the Adam's apple and the right hand to the Adam's apple. You hold each of these hand positions for 30 seconds. While you do that, you have a love picture in your mind. A picture of something that you love or that you know loves you very much. Or you can make a statement. Something along the lines of, I am breathing in life. I'm breathing out shame. I'm breathing in light. I'm breathing out fear. I'm breathing in love. I'm breathing out guilt. I'm breathing in God's will. I'm breathing out ego. All of this has to do with energy. All of this has to do with our beliefs. All of this has to do with our heart. And the wisdom of the ancients, thousands of years ago, said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. 
Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We are bombarded with information daily about happy life strategies, beauty products, and business success ideas. Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. Shelly will explore and recommend proven business ideas as well as show you how to use the law of attraction to create health, happiness, and a prosperous business. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 4. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. today struggle with eating disorders. If you are one of the thousands of people who do, you may be experiencing feelings of overwhelm and isolation. You are not alone. Welcome to Chasing Hunger. Here you'll find out what you can do, where you can find the resources, discover the truths, and get the help you need to regain control of your life. Here is Kathy Welter Nichols, author and host of Chasing Hunger. Well, good morning, everyone. We're here on the West Coast, and it's a snowy uh, start to our new year. And I just really am excited to begin this new year uh, with Chasing Hunger and uh, just let you know that everything that we're doing to build uh, content and interest for you to help you take back your life from whatever area of the eating disorder that you might be involved in. And I want to say that, uh, as I always do, I want to remind you, whenever you're looking at making changes in your life around uh, health and wellness, if you're under care with a medical provider, you really need to be sure you're checking in with them and disclose to them everything that you're looking at doing and, and get their feedback, get their input. As well, if you're struggling with an eating disorder, think you might have one or that one may have returned to your life, now is really the time to put your hand up and say, okay, I need some assistance to get myself into the net, get out of this thing. Because sometimes we tell ourselves, oh, I'll get it back tomorrow. I'll get it back. And that is just a losing cause. You just really will not be able to manage it. Reach out, get some help. There's lots of it available today. I also want to remind you that I'm dedicating this program to all my clients that have worked with me over the years. I've been at the work of eating disorders for the past 15 years now. It seems amazing that it's that long. And I especially want to dedicate this program to that young woman who was coming to see me last September and didn't make it. At 37 years old, she was found dead in her residence and her potassium levels had plummeted so tragically. Um, Her life was lost. 
lost her whole family, never knew she had it. And that's the challenge with eating disorders. They can be very secretive. And from my work with uh, other authors or other co-hosts on this program, the, the byline of secrets keep you sick is just hits this one straight on the head. So welcome. We're starting a new year and it's an opportunity to reflect and to put forward some ideas of how we want to go forward with the year. So my guest this week is Kara Halber and she's here in Vancouver with me. Um, We've worked together before. We have a great time together when we're working on things and we've co-presented and it's been fantastic to work with her. Um, Kara has shared with me that her greatest vision is to live in a world where we're all inspired to live joyful and rich lives, where we can connect to our food and understand its powerful relationship to our health and our wellness, and how we can lead our lives with this commitment to health and nutrition. Where healthy food doesn't need to take a lot of preparation, it can be both easy and delicious. Kara is a registered holistic nutritionist. She's also a pastry chef and a cell biology geek, which I think is so fun. She is known for her inspirational sense of humor and her knowledge of nutrition, how to make health easy. When she's not teaching or serving her clients, you'll find her cooking. And I've really been enjoying her um, videos on Facebook. They're so great. You can watch her right in her kitchen doing all kinds of great food preps. And it's just so inspiring. It makes me want to go to my kitchen and start fooling around with what she's doing straight away. So I really encourage you to look for her on Facebook, too. But we'll get into that a little bit later. This is a live show. And there is a call in number. If you have any questions for Kara or myself, please lift the phone and call and you'll be patched right into the show. So the number is 866-472-5792. And if you have a question, call in. So we're about to begin now and we're looking at the idea of... New Year's resolutions and and diets and all those kind of restrictive mindsets. And Kara and I want to kind of explode some of those myths. So I'm going to welcome Kara here now. And Kara, are you out there? Are you with me? I'm here. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Kathy. Well, welcome. Welcome to to the program. And I'm super happy to have you here. So Kara, I kind of want to start with that that sort of first question of how you got into all of this. How did this become a passion for you? And that's a really good question, and I'm really excited to share my story because that was really what influenced me to not only do the work I do today, but really I'm so grateful for the healing path that I went on in my life because it introduced me to so many amazing people and allowed me to learn a lot of amazing things. So in high school, I was a competitive athlete, and that allowed me to really get a different understanding of nutrition and how our bodies work, but also in a really negative light. So from the world of being ultra competitive um, and just through different people and influences, I did go through an eating disorder when I was in my late teens and early 20s. And through that, I really 
obviously was obsessed about food in a very negative way. But I'm so grateful for that now because that's really what catalyzed and it's really what sparked my love for food in a very positive way. So really going through that, healing from that, and when I was on my recovery journey, I was also, um, I got actually very unwell and my body really did not, I don't know, it very much rejected what I was trying to do and put me in a lot of chronic pain and with many, many allergies and I was diagnosed as being allergic to food, which is wow. a thing. Um, and <laughs> wow. that, I really needed to understand and get into a very deep knowledge and relationship with my body, which I never had before, because of course with an eating disorder, you're so disconnected. You don't really feel anything in your body. And I was really forced to deepen that connection and relationship with myself to really foster my intuition when it comes to food specifically. And that really led me on my path um, of becoming a holistic nutritionist. I have a degree in cell biology and genetics and just love the science of how things work. And now I really love working with women who are frustrated with their health and they know there's more they know there's more energy they know they can feel better in their bodies and they know that there's just more vibrancy and really to get to feel like you again awesome wow that's a lot of that's that's quite a life path can I just titrate back just for one second and say how did you how did you turn it around was it when you were really sort of diagnosed with that allergy to food like it stopped you in your tracks or what happened That was a really good question. So I had a lot of self-awareness as I was going through my eating disorder to some point. It's not that at at times, obviously, it didn't get me out of it, but Mm -hmm. I still had the perspective that I couldn't let myself, I don't know, I want to say I couldn't let myself go too far, but that was within a very uh, imbalanced mindset, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I knew that Actually, my, my now husband was a big catalyst in my healing because he really forced me to look at my habits and realize that they were not healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started dating. And um, it really just became, became a, a journey of self-reflection and self-love. And as I was going through my training as a holistic nutritionist, I realized that I did not know how to teach someone or coach a client through fostering self-love and self-care practices. And it was a really rude awakening to realize that the reason why I couldn't teach it was because I had no idea how to do that to myself. So I did not know how to foster self-love. And I I really understood that I did not value myself. And Mm -hmm. coming from that place is what sparked really more of the holistic healing. I began, like you said at the beginning, it's very secretive. Mm-hmm. out to the people who were closest to me in my life when my eating disorder was at its peak and I explained to them what was going on at that time and it wasn't something that they necessarily needed to hear but I needed to tell them and just become very transparent about where I was at even though it was an amazing time in my life in many senses it was really mm-hmm. understanding that I wanted more for myself and that self-love practice. And it was almost when I realized that was when I became allergic to food. And it was, it was, I kind of feel like I got slapped in the face in a way, but now I know I was just being redirected to really dive so much deeper into to get to know myself, to practice self-care and to really nourish myself with food on all levels, on a spiritual level, mental, emotional, and of course, physical. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I I know sometimes for people who have recovered and come out of these 
with these tailspins really and these ways you get involved in this thing and then to emerge out of it um sometimes to go back and talk about the process is really challenging and i think it's just so beautiful for the listeners too to know that hey you are listening to a person right now who recognized got straight with their self spoke up became transparent and healed her life i mean it's fantastic Kara. thank you for sharing that Thank you for allowing me to share that. And just know to the people listening that if you're in it, it was an extraordinarily messy process to get yeah. to the other side of it. But it's it was messy in a very beautiful way. And I learned so many lessons through the entire thing and continue to learn lessons from that period of my life. And it's something that it's so messy, but it is so worth it to move through it. Wow, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. We're gonna we're coming up to a break here in a in a in a minute, Kara. And I just wanted to remind people of the phone in number. Uh, it is eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. If you have a question for Kara or myself, I know we we have a topic we want to share with you today, but if there's a more direct uh, question or call or any question you might have for Kara um, or myself, please call. We're here. We're here to really kind of explode the myths that are keeping people bound to these mindsets. And that's one of my goals with this show is to get the secrets out of the out of the dark place and and help people actually recover, find a way, uh, reach out. And I'm hoping if you're out there listening, I'm hoping we're helping. And uh, please know that Karen and I are available to you even after the show as well. But if you have a question, it's completely anonymous, you can call in and we'll be happy to take your call. So we're going to move to a break now. And then Karen and I are going to start in with our program for the new year. Thanks for listening. our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA-ChasingHunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1-604-421-1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at ChasingHunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. You can find Kathy at WaysOfTheWiseWoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now, back to Chasing Hunger. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, I'm here with my very dear friend, my heart friend, uh, totally from the heart is my friend, Kara. And it's so fantastic to be sharing this with her on this new year and with you, the listening audience. So I want to take us into our next segue now and and really start looking at um, what is a New Year's resolution? Why do we set these things? How come this is the the focal point? And are they really very effective? Kara, I want to bounce this over to you because you've really got a nice project going here on this whole concept. And what's your view of it? Thank you, Kathy. So appreciate it. And I, I have to say I have a little bit of a mixed, I, I guess I have mixed feelings about New Year's resolutions. And really the reason is because when we get caught up, first of all, in something maybe that we don't even truly want, and this is a question that I reached out to my community with, is what their biggest frustrations were with New Year's resolutions. And someone came back with trying to strive for something that we don't even want in the first place. So it's oh, wow. really important to get clear on what you want instead of for you, what really resonates with you. Could you lose 10 pounds? Maybe. Do you need to? No. Do you want to? No, right? There's so many. Mm-hmm. You really need to tune in with yourself and decide what you want for you that is really in alignment. And the main reason why I really have trouble with New Year's resolutions is it's so easy to get caught up in quick fixes and extreme measures that do not work. And you may get results for six weeks, but I honestly don't care if you get results for six weeks because you are looking to make a shift in your life for the long term, for the entire year and beyond. So really, rather than focusing on a quick fix that will last for four to six weeks, and honestly, most people will fail by the third week of their New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. But if you can really just make a decision for something that you want to change and think about that one thing that will start to get you there, and that's really a key, Kathy, is that it's, it's 